Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Second hour of Oilers Now brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. Got a whole lot of time here for you and your thoughts, not only on All-Star Weekend as we witnessed it done by Florida in the NHL, but I'm really curious to to hear what you think might be a nice Edmonton-themed event should the All-Star Game make its way up to our part of the woods. What exactly encapsulates Edmonton the same way that they did the dunk tank and the surfboards and the golf and the warm weather stuff for the beach? What might we have to showcase our city? This texture says a pond hockey, three on three. I love that idea. Uh, an outdoor all-star game altogether has been suggested. I bet you, I mean, assuming the weather's right or you've got a really, really cracked ice crew, you could definitely do that at Commonwealth Stadium. And, and that would open up not only, you know, about mm, 30, 35,000 more seats in the end, but also, maybe we're shooting pucks off the concourse, onto the fields, through the uprights. I don't know. I mean, there's there's some potential crossover that could be had there. Tyler says, uh, how about the hardest shot, the slap shotting the puck across the North Saskatchewan River? I don't mind that idea. Uh, Todd says it would definitely have to involve West Edmonton Mall. Well, we've got the rink there. Uh, that's pretty unique. I'm pretty sure Minnesota is one of... I bet you it's the only other NHL market actually with a hockey rink in its mall. That definitely screams Edmonton. I love it. Keep them coming. 780-496-0063 is the River Cree Resort Casino hotline. River Cree Resort Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. That number again is the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. We're open Monday to... They are open Monday to Saturday. Uh, we are on Twitter, though, at Oilers Now. Bob traveling with the team to Detroit. If you're wondering why you're hearing from me, you can find him at Bob underscore Stoffer and myself at Brendan Escott. That's Brendan with an E. And I did have a tweet on this subject, so I'll get to that as well. You can always interact on Twitter with me. Uh, Jody Nemitz says he likes the classic events, loves seeing the female participants in the skills competition as well. Thing like the, uh, the splash shot was fun, but probably couldn't or shouldn't be replicated. If it comes to Edmonton, a pond hockey game would be cool. That's from Jody on Twitter. A couple other people, I don't watch it. It's for the kids. Uh, Brad has said, other than the accuracy shooting, the hardest shot in the Tendy tandem, the rest of the skills competition and game were somewhat of a disappointment. Bit of a joke. Golf with hockey sticks, says Brad. Even Happy Gilmore was embarrassed. <laughs> 
Well, I'll take your word for it, Brad, because as mentioned, I caught the All-Star game. I did not see the skills competition. Happy Gilmore is one of my favorite movies, and he could putt with the hockey stick, so clearly the kids have some work to do. Okay, Warren has phoned us, 780-496-0063, and he's calling from my hometown of Kamloops, B.C. Warren, you want to talk Oilers. How's it going today? It's great. The top of the day to you. Thank you. What's on your mind? Uh, a couple things. I would uh, penalize a half a second for every shot missed on the shootout. <laughs> and when you say a half a second, what do you mean by that? Oh, time off the game clock? Whatever. Yeah, off the time clock. Okay. To get you all gotcha. All right, Warren, I appreciate it. Put a little timed pressure. You know what I did like is how the home run derby started utilizing the time clock, and I think it really added a lot more excitement when you're watching baseball's midsummer classic and that one. So I wonder, yeah, if you, yeah. If you put the guys on a timer, if that would increase it. And another thing, last week you guys had uh, a thing about stadiums you bet, which you remember most about. Uh, yeah. I'm, I phoned, but I, I didn't get in, so I'll tell you now. Go ahead. I was, I'm from Edmonton. Okay. And uh, I'm at an Eskimo game, or then called Eskimos. Mm-hmm. And they just put up the big screen. And I had a few non-cherry pots. <laughs> and I'm, I want to get my 15 minutes of pain. Okay. And they had girders going up the side of it with a crisscross, and you could climb up, right? <laughs> oh, boy. And I'm going, up, <laughs> I'm going up there with a beer in my mouth, uh, you know, hanging uh-huh. on to it. And I feel this tug on my pant leg, and I look down. Of course, I spilled the whole beer. And there's a constable down there <laughs> getting a shower of beer. Oh, well, that's I jumped, priceless. I jumped down and ran, and the crowd just parted like the sea. And clothes when I got by. That was so cool. Okay, I'm thinking of a way we can implement this into uh, a, into the all-star festivities. So I'm thinking we get the guys up on top of that big screen, Warren, like you're saying. And I say we have them shoot the puck from a, from a platform off of there. And maybe we can see if they can put it through the uprights at the other end. Something like that. I think that would be awesome. Appreciate the call, Warren. Enjoy, uh, enjoy BC's interior, okay? Oh, yeah. I'll be right a on. Memorial Day, that guy. Excellent. Thanks, Warren. We got John waiting on line number two. John, do you have an idea to improve the All-Star weekend? Hey, uh, yeah, well, I don't know about, I don't know if this will ever work, but just put it back to normal, you know, just do the skills competition skills, mm-hmm. you know, like I went to even I went to the one just the Edmonton skills comps and like, I mean, it's OK, but it's just like you know they don't even have mcdavid doing the fastest skater yeah. like it's just trying to let all of the other guys feel like they're i don't know but one thing i wanted to mention did you see all that stuff going around on facebook and stuff of how uh Kadri, how they're saying he was cheating <laughs> was he sneaking a little bit further on that uh, yeah. on the accuracy shooting oh, memes yeah coming up that he's like you know three feet ahead of him and i mean (laughs) i don't know it's just like mcdavid should have won that you know and i just think it's kind of funny that he goes out like right before and he's like oh i just want to prove to everybody that i'm not just a fast skater you know Mm -hmm. and goes out and hits eight for eight and you know i'm sure he would have hit 12 for 12 if you know that last pass he got he didn't have to kind of stick handle it a couple times too many but 
I don't know. That's just pretty much all I got to say. I'm just really happy that Stewie got to go there. I mean, that should help his confidence. 100 percent and i imagine like he was he was had the audio clip earlier john just talking about how cool it was to see guys like uc sorrows and connor hellebuck and just have that you know one minute long conversation with them and who knows whether that translates into anything on the ice but just to to be there and probably feel like more of an nhler and included in all this sort of thing it's got to do uh, wonders for his confidence for a pretty cool cucumber anyway i think Stu will definitely benefit from that appreciate the call john thanks very much uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting interesting scenario here at Edmonton. You know, if they get the opportunity to showcase these players, and I, I understand what John's saying. I watched the the Oilers skills competition, and I don't think that you know McDavid doesn't need to prove how fast a skater he is at this point, right? And plus, that event I think is, you know, it's a little dangerous in, in some senses. So for his fifth or sixth time at an All Star game, of course, McDavid was like. Let somebody else do that. I'm going to do accuracy shooting. I, I think when I saw that both him and Leon had chosen accuracy shooting, to me that meant they had first right of refusal at whatever events they were going to do. They weren't participating in the ones that we're all kind of sitting here today talking about. Like, eh, that didn't really pan out. The, the Oilers kind of, I'm sure, could foresee that. So... <sighs> Do, do you just give that one to the Calgary fans? Do you say, okay, you guys, <laughs> okay, we'll see at the end of the season when when you're further behind in the standings, you can take the uh, the, the shot competition, which, by the way, Kadri didn't even win. He went on and lost to Brock Nelson in the final. So uh, yeah, we're, we're arguing about silliness here. Personally, I felt like McDavid could have gone faster if he wanted to. That's just me. Like John's saying, he had to sort of cradle that last yeah. pass, and that might have been the difference right there. It, it, McDavid has proven by the amount of goals that he's scored that he's he's got the most accurate shot on breakaways this year, and you can, you can make a case elsewhere as well. Cam calling in, 780-496-0063. How's it going, Cam? Good, a little bit crazy here. Why not uh, switch goalies on the fly every couple of minutes? <laughs> Hey, that'd be you know, interesting. That'd be exciting, right? Yeah, I, I don't know how much they'd love skating like madmen back and forth between yeah, the net, but if you could convince them to do that's, it, that's yeah, part of the fun. Crazy, you know? <laughs> Definitely part of the fun. That is, uh, that exactly. is, now, I mean, what I do love, Cam, is that they're, at least with the skills competition, you see them getting the goalies out there shooting and having yeah. a little bit more fun in that sense. So, um, did you watch the All Star game? I did. Okay, because I, I saw Linus Allmark skate and go for a bit of an adventure there, and he had his pocket picked, and they didn't <laughs> score on the play, but he was, you know, they're, they're out there getting a little bit crazy too. So yeah. you can tell how fun okay. and, and non serious okay. it is, right? Yeah, that's that's exactly right. right. Thanks, Cam. Um, we got a lot of texts here. I should get to seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. <laughs> love this okay we're talking edmonton themed uh, events how about having players stick handle around the potholes that's excellent i was waiting for something like that <laughs> uh where are we here my mouse isn't clicking very fast uh give it up buddy this certain city the nhl is against but uh, gotta do it and get it over with okay well i guess i'm buddy today and and according to this gentleman the uh <laughs> The Oilers will not be hosting an all-star game. Here's the here's the thing, though. They have a brand-new arena. They have one of the best teams in the league. They have the two best players in the league. 
if it's not an all-star game, it's going to be a draft. And you can highlight this clip and play it back to me later on. Scott's on line seven. How are you doing today, Scott? I'm doing pretty good, man. And uh, I kind of had the same feeling of the all-star game. Like, I'm just not as excited to see it anymore. And one of the things I think they can do is just stop with the politics in the NHL because it's men's hockey. We don't really want to see women referees or women fastest skaters or anything like that. We don't really want to see the transgender game they had a couple months ago. We just want to see, like, the best athletes who are men in the world playing hockey. So the skills competition and go back to East versus West and – Let's concentrate on hockey, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I got you, Scott. So certainly the format East-West is something you can dig into. Um, and you know what? That's That can boil down to one opinions uh, versus the other. I thought Sarah Nurse there uh, throwing the Forsberg move on, on Shesterkin was, was excellent. And then... I think there's millions of, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of young female athletes that would look at that and think how, that's amazing. And I can be there one day too, because Sarah's right there. So there, you know, there's that angle to it. Uh, Mark has texted in and said, give all the players a shovel and maybe they can just clean the streets properly. <laughs> oh boy. Brian from Millwood said, just want to see the skills. The uh, in-between nonsense can go without golfing, surfboard shooting, and all the dress-up videos and stuff like that. So Brian's saying that maybe more of the American Hockey League route is is the way to go with the traditional events. And, you know, I saw Seth Griffith was representing the Condors down there and, and just the, the events that he was doing, like the the sprinting down to one end of the ice, picking up a puck, coming back through a set of cones. Like, that's what you see them doing on a day-to-day -day basis, not standing there in a polo shirt and floating a puck at the goal. We're talking about what events Edmonton would sort of craft to harness elements of our city you know are they shooting a puck across the walterdale bridge um the potholes thing is hilarious somebody suggested they they do a hardest shot with frozen donair meat like there's there's some creative stuff coming through here and uh frankly there's got to be because there's also a lot of people saying that ah oh, just scrap the whole event it's terrible we got chris calling in chris you're on with brendan what do you think about the whole all-star weekend what's on your mind because I'm kind of like column A, column B. Like there's some stuff, you know, you're excited about and then there's some stuff where it's like, you know, it's just, you know, not for you. Like, you know, I'll be honest. Like I kind of looked at, I kind of watched, I watched the three on three. You can kind of see it on some of the guys' players' faces. Like, like they weren't too enthused about it. And like, I, I maybe that's just me. If I'm making a couple of changes, like if I'm going to the All-Star, like could we do like a proper draft at the All-Star with like the actual all-star game like and maybe instead of going back doing three on three like do a proper five on five or something and like maybe do a like make it something worth like the players wanting to to play for like you know i think what was it the uh the, the winning team was given a, a million dollars was that what the prize was yeah it's something like that yeah i did i think it amounted to like forty-eight thousand per player or somewhere that might have been the football game actually now that i think about it but bottom line i mean incentivize it but maybe not monetarily so much because obviously you're talking about million dollar athletes i think the incentive in my opinion chris would be a little more downtime than anything else for these players no i i agree but no part of my money like you know this is just kind of you know crazy 
thought and stuff. Like, first of all, the league's never going to do this. Like, what if instead of, like, hey, a million to the players, like, what if, say, like, you know, Matthew Kachuk was the, the all-star MVP? What if, like, hey, whoever gets your MVP, it's, like, instead of a million dollars split between the teams, it's, like, hey, here, here we'll give you a million dollars for your uh, uh, additional cap space you get for the deadline you get. And maybe you get to do something else for that, that specific team, like whoever's your MVP. That's interesting. Uh, I wonder how far-fetched that would end up being, Chris. I like the idea, though, and, and we've seen Major League Baseball obviously incentivize their all-star game and festivities and in different ways, so I, I really like the idea anyway of, of you know, trying to... You, you want to... <laughs> And let me say this, it wasn't as if the whole three-on-three tournament was terrible to watch, but the first game was, it was awful. And then you could see once they, you know, maybe had a little bit closer, or they were closer to actually, like, winning the game, then the effort increased. And it's not all about watching them go crazy effort-wise. We're never going to see that. What I liked seeing, though, as I mentioned earlier in the show, was, say, Crosby and Ovechkin we've never seen play on the same team they have never participated in an all-star team together like that and the passing plays that they had back and forth a couple of, like i'm talking five tick tack tick tack tick tack goal and it was special because you're watching two hall of famers that otherwise are bitter bitter rivals and now we're seeing it in a different light so to me that's the type of thing that the all-star game should be about showcasing right these unique little experiences where we're seeing more of players personality and a different side of the players than we kind of get the guarded version in the media all the time so anyway a bunch more time for text coming up here but we're going to step out right now i'll also bring it back with the oilers now injury report for james h brown this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. Just watching a replay of the skills competition here in the studio. This is a pitch and puck event. I'm not entirely sure about this one. I'm not entirely sure about this one. What I do know for sure is that would not be a part of Edmonton's All-Star Weekend. Somebody here at 780-496-0063 says, how about speed skating at Horlock Park? <laughs> I'm down for that one. Mark in St. Albert says, overall, the All-Star Weekend, complete waste of time. is not really an All-Star skills competition anymore. Uh, it's actually an embarrassment for the NHL. That being said, I think the kids like it, and it's good for families. So um, I think the NHL's face might be blushing in terms of how it's traditional fans feel, uh, but I also think that, again, they're more interested in consuming the dollar or securing the dollar, shall we say, of the younger fan with this type of event. So, for what it's worth. Quick injury report here for our friends at uh, James H. Brown Injury lawyers, when accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Kyler Yamamoto continues skating with the team, eligible to return from what's an undisclosed injury, uh, February 12th, that is this Sunday. Ryan Murray sidelined with a back injury, his return not imminent. And of course, Mike Smith and Oscar Kleppbaum, all but officially retired. They're not officially retired, but, you know, they're not coming back. So uh, Edmonton in a reasonably healthy situation coming down the stretch, but I would suspect the defenseman gets added. 
I would suspect the support forward gets added as well. And if it's Sam Lafferty, that would probably be the least surprising thing uh, that I could have conjured up based on the last six months of this show anyway. Uh, guests of the show do receive gift cards to Japanese Village for 50 years. Edmonton's destination for a celebration for the senses. Reserve today at jvedmonton.ca. And reminder that cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin is uh, well known for their top shelf service department. They don't forget about you after you purchase a vehicle. Call Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny and let the team at Brent Ridge Ford make you a repeat customer. 780-352-6048. Your Ford Truck Authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. A couple more texts here regarding uh, All-Star Weekend. If it were to ever make its way to Edmonton, I suspect we're not that far away. Why wouldn't the league want to showcase this rink? But what would it look like if it comes to Edmonton? Well, this texter says uh, you could try to shoot the puck into the potholes or try and drive the Zamboni around the potholes. <laughs> That's, uh, hey man, we, this is this is great stuff. This is what I was hoping for. Uh, texter says ice fishing, that could be one. Anita, friend of the show, loves to text in. She says uh, they could have accuracy shooting where they break the sheets of ice. I like that. Uh, Eric from Red Deer, what do you have to say? They could shoot pucks into oil drums. Different drums worth different points. Now we're thinking. Beautiful. You got one? Yeah, I'm thinking kind of on the heels of your uh, Happy Gilmore comment. I've seen a lot of random shopping carts around town in random places. Maybe we shoot pucks into there. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the abandoned shopping cart shootouts. Can't wait to hear it. Come and do an event near you. February, Love it. <laughs> February 2026, maybe. 129 in Edmonton. We'll look at the Bakersfield Condors. They were on a great run, but ran into a hot Calgary Wranglers side. Colin Chalk will tell us all about it after James Dunn has the headlines.